Okay, and uh, welcome back to We're Sorry, Did We Offend You? Um, this is Chuck U. Farley. And I'm Mike Papa, back from the abyss. <laughs> yeah, it's been a few weeks, Mike. Um, today we're going to talk about socialism, you yeah. know, Bernie and his pipe dream. <laughs> the the uh, the dream, the glorious dream of a we are one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... Just just to get just to get it started here, um how you guys that especially you young kids that are out there thinking this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And you know, Bernie's here telling you we're gonna give you this and we're gonna give you this and we're gonna give you this and we're not gonna we're gonna go after billionaires or we're gonna go after corporations. Nothing in this life is free. Oh no. Um if they're going to tax, say, a corporation, you think that corporation is going to lose that money? No, they're going to pass that cost on to you. So you're paying for it, you and I and everybody else. So this goes back to everything these kids are being fed in school, whether it's elementary, junior high, high school, especially college, mm-hmm. that they, they're entitled to free college. They're entitled to X, Y, Z. This goes back to the participation right. trophies. Right. This goes back to everyone deserves everything. Mm-hmm. So they think they're going to get free college. Right. No, that 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 college somebody has to pay for. It's going to get passed in taxes. And those same kids who maybe pay, you know, let's just throw a random number. At the annual taxes, if they pay $1,000 a year in taxes, mm-hmm. um, that's going to skyrocket. Now, that's gonna, that tax rate is going to go up and end up being like 4000 a year in taxes to pay for the free stuff that they want to get. <laughs> you know? So they're going to lose more money in the long run, but they don't realize it because their professors are feeding them um, feeding them just all kinds of crap that they deserve this and that their society deserves to take care of them. Yeah, well, here's the a, here's a whole thing on that, too. If you, if you know anybody that goes to college um, – a lot of them take out these student loans and these loans, they don't use them for college. They use them to um, pay for apartments. They use them to buy stuff with, buy food with, you know, it's not for college. So stop using the maximum amount you can get. And then when you get out of college, you're not so far in debt. Yeah. Or at least get a degree that you can actually make some money back in. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be doing this liberal arts stuff, people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I have a liberal arts degree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you're not making any money. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, I never I never tried to get a job as a liberal arts guy either. I know. But it's. Oh, the coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, it's still it's just they don't use the money for what it's there for. And then, you know, you can go to community college, which is a lot cheaper. To, to get your well, two-year degree. that's not as prestigious. Yeah, they have to go to Harvard. They have to go to Stanford. They have to go to Berkeley. They're going to party and meet chicks. That's all they're going to college for. You know, there was a ad on, on, I don't know if it was one of those Facebook videos from like Turning Point or whatever. This girl holding a sign around her neck, 226K. Mm-hmm. So she went to college, got a degree in Greek mythology. Oh, yeah, that'll pay off. Right. And, yeah. and she's $226,000 in debt. <laughs> oh, my God. And and, and once, once it to be wiped out. Right. Well, why? <laughs> You're the one who chose to get a Greek mythology degree instead of a STEM degree. Right. Or instead of something that will actually pay, pay off. off. Yeah. So 
get away from me with all this. I deserve crap. No, nobody mm-hmm. deserves anything. You go out and you earn it. Amen, man. You know, you, yeah. Yeah. Go out. If you're going to go to college, go get a degree. That's going to get you a job that's going to get you paid. I have a better idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want free college? I have a perfect way for you to get free college. It's called the GI Bill. True. You can go, you can choose to go mm-hmm. find a recruiter uh-huh. out of any one of the, uh, now, well, now six branches of the military, thanks to Space Force. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but if you choose to serve, and now, unless they've added stipulations to this new post 9 11 GI Bill, if you go do a four year contract, mm-hmm. Serve four years on active duty. Doesn't even matter. You don't have to go to combat. You could sit all four years in Norfolk, Virginia on the beach in the Navy for all I care, for all I know. Right. As long as you complete your four-year degree, you get the and your post-9-11 GI bills in your contract. Mm-hmm. The post-9-11 GI bill will pay for your college. Wow. What wow. a concept. Yeah, what a concept. But you earned it. Yeah. It wasn't given to you. You went out and you did something to earn it. Yeah, but these kids have been handed stuff since they're 10 years old. They get participation trophies. I mean, for crying out loud, when I was in school, if you were in a sporting event, um, the ribbons handed out were to third place. Yeah, Maybe sometimes you might get a fourth place ribbon, but usually not. And then now I was at work and they're having this this race at work for kids. And uh, they had this stack of ribbons. They, they went on infinitely. It's like, why do you need a ribbon? Do you really need... Then why have a first to, place? Yeah, but do you really need to teach this to these kids? <laughs> why not do? Why not just print the the instead of like first place, second place? Why, why not just say you tried? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, I don't get it. So these kids nowadays, you know, they're they're uh, being taught that stuff in life is free. Nothing is free. Nope. Um, no. Well, I mean. Venezuela, let's go back to uh, socialism. Okay. So Venezuela, um, here's some stats uh, from Turning Point USA that uh, since socialism has been implemented, 85% of businesses have closed. Uh, Inflation is at 10 million percent. Mm Mm-hmm. Average citizen has lost 17 pounds. Well, that's because at one point they've resorted to eating their zoo animals. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a negative 35% GDP growth in 2019, mm-hmm. a negative 35%. Um, now the quote here is it's not that uh, socialism wasn't properly implemented. The problem was it was perfectly implemented. The, only the elites are going to live well. Right. In that society. And guess what, people? Right. Bernie Sanders and the other political class are the elites that are going to live well, while we, the people, are the ones that are going to suffer under that socialism economy. Right. And and I'm going to talk about that later with Bernie Sanders and and something he said back in uh, 1985. Whoa. Digging way back. Yeah. He's this guy. This guy has some major issues, man. I mean, and he's and he's wanting to lead this country. If he leads it, he's going to lead it right into the fucking ground. Yeah. Well, um, uh, there have been uh, sound bites, at least on the internet, in the last week with all the Democratic debates going on. There's there's a lot of Democrats that say that if Bernie Sanders becomes a nominee, they're actually going to vote for Trump. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. it was, it, if. 
like my la- our last podcast, we were talking about the uh, oh, what debate was it? Nevada debate. Uh-huh. Um, and because uh, that was the same night that Trump was in Phoenix, right? Uh, was it the so. Nevada debate? And and uh, Bloomberg on stage, it was kind of funny. Called Bernie a communist. Bernie got really pissed. <laughs> Well, the truth hurts. I know. He was like, oh, 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 oh. The guy, the guy honeymooned mm-hmm. in communist Russia at the time when it was still part of the Soviet yeah, Union. Yeah, back in 1988. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, yeah, he had, he had some comments about uh, how, well, you know, how nice it was. And, yeah. And, but, but everyone's saying that Russia and Trump are the, uh, the you know. The buddies. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, they're, they're looking right past the obvious. Yeah. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie is not who you think he is, people. And you know, uh, and until you open up a freaking newspaper or something and start reading, well, not a newspaper. That's a bad example. Oh well, yeah, because they won't they won't publish anything negative about the Democrats, right? Um, I need to grab something here. Uh oh, he bear with me. <laughs> the headphones are off. All right, so let's talk about uh, while he's getting situated here. Um. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, you're back already? What? Oh, you had to get your spectacles. Yeah, I couldn't read. <laughs> Getting old sucks. <laughs> you should have told me. I would have handed you mine. No, it's okay. It's fine. Um, Go ahead with what you were going to say. Well, I was just going to go back to Venezuela again while you were... I didn't know how long you were going to be gone. So continue your, uh, well, your, no, your, was, your rant on Bernie Sanders and the well, uh, Yeah, I was just going to start talking about some Bernie crap here. Well, um, let's go. Okay. Back in 1986, Bernie says this, one has to be an idiot to believe that the average working person who's making 10000 or 12000 a year is equal in political power to somebody who is the head of a large bank or corporation. This is true. You, you, um, but that's the way it's always been. Well, yeah, because in political power, the one yeah. that has the money is going to be—he's going to have the voice with right. the, and the people he's donating right. money to. Right, but you don't stop it with socialism. You stop it by stop the lobbyists. You right. know, stop these your senator and stuff from from taking this money. From, yeah, well, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's yeah you know, they speak out of both sides of their mouth. They talk mm-hmm. about dark money in politics and how. Um, these rich billionaires shouldn't have access, but at the same time, they're holding meetings behind closed doors with those same people they're trash talking um, and asking them and begging them for money. Hell, Trump was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. When President Trump was just a businessman in New York, all of these liberal Democrats went to him for money, for support, and mm-hmm. everything changed when he decided to run for president as a Republican. And now all of a sudden, he is public enemy number one. He was never a racist before. Well, now he is. People still take the Charlottesville comments out of context because they're only listening to part of the soundbite. And I had a discussion overseas with one of my my counterparts Uh who is a total anti-Trumper, and he brought up Charlottesville. And I said, listen to the whole clip. I go, you're only getting fed part of it. I said, and the misinformation that you're provided is being provided to millions of people who are making assumptions based off the media's misrepresentation of comments. Right. I go, I go, it's public domain. Go listen to yourself. But it's ever all these guys that they'll publicly denounce them. But in private, they're going to these same people asking for money, asking for support. And why? Because they're going to create bills. They're going to benefit them. Um, 
the same politicians like Nancy Pelosi was a you know back I want to say it was mid 90s somewhere one of these shows 60 minutes or you know approached her about how she uh, had a bill for the credit card companies come before her committee and her Congress mm -hmm. at the same time her and her husband were offered uh, stocks into the IPO the initial IPO for these some of these credit card companies right. asked if it was a conflict of interest she said no. In the meantime, the, the the legislation failed, and her and her husband made millions of dollars. Right. So it, it's, it is so hypocritical. Trump has been office three years. They've been blaming him for everything, as opposed to these politicians who have been in the Congress 30, 40 years. Yeah. You know? Who, yeah, who, and, who, who don't want to give up this because... Be because they're the political elites that if socialism is implemented, they're still going to survive, be yeah. fine, and they're going to thrive. Yeah. Whereas you and I are the ones, now the grocery stores are going to have hardly anything on the shelves. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to stand in line for food, get mm -hmm. our get our <laughs> ration cards. Right, yeah. Because the government-run economy is going to tell us in, of what we can and cannot have. It's going to limit us in what we can and cannot have. Right, even though Bernie's telling you differently. He's saying well, this is not that uh, dictatorship form of, of – uh, Socialism, it's one of... Uh, democratic socialism. Yeah. Well, they're putting the word democratic. Where the means of production and work, or, or where human beings can own the means of production and work together rather than having to work as semi-slaves. And it's... Um, they're trying to throw the word democratic in front of it like it's going to sexy it up and make it worthwhile to the people. Right. But Socialism's still socialism. Yeah. All paths of socialism are, you know... There's Democratic. Uh, there's a couple other ones. Hold on. Let me check my notes here. Let me go through this. Uh, Just for the record, Chuck Hugh Farley is actually more prepared than I am for this session today. Normally, I'm the one who comes with pages of notes. Yeah, okay. It says right here. Let's see. <laughs> democratic socialism is still socialism. Much like modern social democracy, democratic socialism tends to follow a gradual reformist or evolutionary path to socialism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still socialism. <laughs> yeah, it's still socialism, you morons. And I'm sorry, millennials. Um, socialism does not mean being social with social media for Twitter, or for Facebook, for TikTok, Snapchat, whatever you yeah. use. Yeah, your little communist right it, program it, there. TikTok. It, it does not mean you're being social. At, and no, socialism is. Unfortunately, the colleges and universities are not teaching what socialism is. They, they failed to teach history about the Soviet Union and, and how bad it really was. Yeah, and I'm going to blast one of your little heroes, too, here in a little bit, too. So, oh, man. You know, it, it's just it's just comical at points at, at how, you know, the hook and line, the fit, you know, these kids are just sucked right into it. Mm -hmm. and you can't discuss it with them anyway. Right. They, they just, they're so indoctrinated. They don't want to w listen, you know, and our universities, it goes back to our education system. These teachers have such influence over, over the kids anymore. Well, and, and the millennials are not the largest voting block out there. And that's yeah, what but, scares me. Well, yeah, but they won't vote. They're lazy. You think, you know, the, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Bernie has quite a following. Yeah. Now, he has to get the nomination first. I mean, Joe Biden had a big win in South Carolina over this weekend. Right, and and Bloomberg still has billions of dollars to spend. Right. So we will see that what happens right. with uh, 
with the nomination. And There's the, still a long way to go. Super Tuesday is coming up next week, though. And the super delegates. Don't forget them, oh, Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if they rob Bernie two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to see a bunch of man buns up in a fluff out of that one. <laughs> okay. Um, in our pre-show discussion, you, you brought up a fact that you have a clip about uh, Denmark. Yeah. Um, just just before you play that clip, um, Bert, back in 2006, Bernie says, I wouldn't deny it, not for one second. I'm a democratic socialist. In Norway, parents get paid year to care get a paid year to care for infants finland and sweden have national health care free college affordable housing and a higher standard of living why shouldn't that appeal to our disappearing middle class well okay so everyone talks about the nordic brand of socialism mm -hmm. um, so i pulled this clip down from uh prager university okay and uh this professor discusses the Denmark brand of socialism. So I'll just play it and let, let the listener yeah, let's hear, listen. hear it. In a 2015 speech at Harvard, Denmark's prime minister took great pains to make this point. I know that some people in the U.S. associate the Nordic model with socialism. Therefore, I would like to make one thing clear. Denmark is far from a socialist planned economy. Denmark is a market economy. So when you point to Denmark as a paragon of socialism, you're really singing the praises of capitalism. The more capitalism, the less socialism you need. Look at America since 2017. A policy of lower taxes and less government regulation, that's more capitalism, has led to a robust economic expansion, something thought impossible just a few years earlier. Unemployment, notably among minority groups, typically most at risk for poverty, is at a generational low. Economic expansion gets people off welfare and into work. That's less socialism. There you go. All right. And now, just I want you guys to think about what you just heard there. And does that remind you of anything going on right now? Right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, in my notes here. You know, speaking of that, um, thank you. The uh, Denmark's prime minister, as you heard, came to America to refute Bernie Sanders' claims, pointing out that Denmark is far from a socialist planned economy. Both Denmark and Sweden do give citizens government run health care and have bigger welfare programs than America. However, recently they've moved away from socialism because their socialist policies killed economic growth. They cut regulations and ended government control of many industries. So um, Bernie's telling you one thing, and the people he's talking about are coming over here saying, hey, hey, hey that's I'm not out, right. I'm yeah. out, yeah. No, this is not right. Um, we tried it. It failed. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Someone has to pay for it. So, yeah, they had a great benefit package. Mm -hmm. They got the free health care. They had the free college. They had all that stuff. But every citizen, everyone is paying for it in their taxes, their, their, their VAT tax. For those who don't know what a VAT tax, it's a value-added tax. So they are paying for it one way or the other. 
So what's left for them to really live on? Yeah. You know, because I'm sorry, if I'm making 50000 a year and I'm paying a 50% tax, that gives me 25000 And yeah. regardless, okay, if I don't have to pay for college, that's great, but I still got to pay for a place to live. Yeah. I still got to buy food. Yeah. And if I'm paying a VAT tax of up to 25% in some instances, mm -hmm. man, where's my money going? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're not going to have any. And, it's, and then you can freaking pretty much count out going to Disneyland, folks. But you can't even do that anymore. Two hundred bucks a day, anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm just thanks, saying. capitalism. I know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Walt Disney, for trying to keep riffraff out. Yeah. Um. So these whole comments I make. Um, some of you have heard of Dinesh D'Souza. I think this would be a good time to play that clip. Okay. It's uh he explains it a little bit more detail about the difference between the Nordic socialism versus the socialism people here in America think or are trying to sell right. to the, to the youth here. Right. Uh, let's play this one real fast. And the Scandinavian model is really simple. Everyone benefits and everyone has to pay. In other words, this is not a soak the rich scheme. The highest tax rates in Scandinavia, 60, 70, and 80%, kick in on the middle class. If you make $50,000 in Scandinavian countries, you're in the 50% tax bracket. Not only are you at that rate, there's a 25% VAT tax on everything you buy, which is a regressive tax that hits the poor more than it hits the rich. The Scandinavians are into soaking the poor, and they don't make any bones about it. Their point is, if you want this package of benefits, we have the right to take half your stuff. Now, co contrast this with the deceitful way in which people like AOC and we're not going to go after, they don't even have the guts to say they're going to go after the upper middle class. They go, we're going to go after the billionaires. There are 300 billionaires in America. We're going to go after the billionaires. So in other words, what you have in, in American well, Scandinavian socialism is, I call it unification socialism. Let's, everybody's in the same boat. American socialism is division socialism. Let's take society, divide it as many ways we can, intensify hatred toward the group that is being demonized. So intensify hatred, for example, of the black against the white, the illegal against the legal, the, the, the poor against the rich, the gay against the straight. And so what you get is this thing that's now called intersectionality, which I guess is a marriage of all these different types of divisions. I want to suggest that is the very and exact opposite of what they do in Scandinavia. They don't do that. Now, very interestingly, there is one place in the world where all these features of American socialism are in fact present. And that country is indeed Venezuela. And we see how that's working out for him down there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who was that? Hugo Chavez was in charge of him? Uh, well, Chavez died. Okay. It's now uh, Nicolas Maduro, who was his vice president at the time. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, but even when Chavez was in charge, mm -hmm. you had, and here's, you know, we, we went back a couple, let's go back a couple episodes where mm -hmm. we talked about the Hollywood hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. When Hugo Chavez was still alive and, and, and before Venezuela really took a shitfall, mm -hmm. um, you had a lot of Hollywood celebrities touting Venezuela as the, the, the model for way. 
Right. Uh, Sean Penn being the biggest douche of them all. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver Stone, Michael Moore, Danny Glover, Susan Sarandon, Naomi Campbell, uh, Kevin Spacey. I mean, well, well, yeah, right? but he's he's no longer relevant. Hollywood killed his career. But uh, the fact is, all these celebrities were touting Venezuela, going down there, shaking hands with them, yeah. uh, hanging out with Chavez and now Maduro. Mm-hmm. You notice they haven't mentioned Venezuela in a long time, right? Because since, you know, people, like I said earlier, literally had to go to the zoo, get the animals, eat the animals, Mm -hmm. eat their pets, eat Mm -hmm. uh, whatever they can to survive. Right. Um, And you see the downfall. And and Venezuela, for for people who really don't pay attention, is probably one of the uh, most mineral and resource, natural resource rich countries in the entire world. That has at one point they were probably the the most prosperous country in South America, right? And to see them go from that to where they are, mm-hmm. oh, is so. Uh, my wife, one of her best friends from Kansas, was from Venezuela, and they still talk, you know, since she moved out here to Arizona. And her friend is just disgusted in what's happened to her home country. And posts a lot of stuff just blasting socialism. And why? Her family's in the middle of it. Right. And to to see how they used to live and hear the stories about how nice it was. And my wife's been to Venezuela. Went mm-hmm. down there with her to, to visit, you know, before all this happened. Right. And it was, you know, gorgeous, beautiful. And to see the images now is just unbelievable. Right. Almost looks like San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> hear that, Nance? <laughs> Um, yeah, and we're going to um, – and I'm going to tie Venezuela into uh, – back to Bernie Sanders here. Let's do it. Uh, uh, in a roundabout way. Um, but uh, we're going we're gonna to take a commercial break, and uh, um, when we come back, we'll, we'll continue this conversation about Venezuela and, uh, and, and, and some of the other socialists and tie it all back to Bernie. Feeling a burn. All right. Last time I felt the burn was – never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> with that note, um, we'll be back after this message. All right, and we're back. Um, hope you enjoyed that message there. Um, like I said before, we were going to tie Bernie to Venezuela and some other uh, dipshits in charge of socialism. Um, so let's uh, let's let's start doing that right now, shall we? Um, when Sanders was mayor of Burlington, Vermont. Um, he went out of his way to defend um, Fidel Castro. Well, he just did it recently in the sixty minutes. Of- right, I know, I know. Um, go ahead and play. Oh, hold on, let me find it here. Um, but go ahead and play uh, clip one. This is from nineteen eighty-five. All right, here we go. Everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world. All the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They forgot that he educated their kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. You know, not to say that uh, Fidel Castro or Cuba are perfect. That was perfect. See, I don't know what it is with me in this thing. I always cut these things off at the end. <laughs> I, I thought they're good and they're not. Okay. Um, 
the thing about that is, uh, yeah, Castro taught these kids to read and stuff like that, but he used it so they could promote uh, communism. Well, they, they sent out prop. They, they used it the kids um, for propaganda purposes. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean they taught these kids to read and write so they could pass the message along. But the problem is, okay. So before I came over today, uh, my wife's friend had sent some Facebook clippings, uh -huh. um, and one of them talked. There was a, a lady. Um, there's a reporter in Florida who saw the Bernie Sanders 60 Minutes where he defended the literacy program. Well, this girl's from Cuba. She was like 10 years old at the time Castro took power. Mm -hmm. uh, her mom was a teacher. That literacy program was actually enacted in the 1950s prior to uh, Castro, right. the revolution. Right. Her father owned a business, but after he took over, her mom was fired as a teacher. Then they took over the dad's business away from him. And the reason they fired her mom as a teacher is because, yeah, the literacy program was in place. But what they were trying to teach the kids was all the communism propaganda. And her mom refused to partake in that. So the literacy program, mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to teach you to read, but we're going to teach you to read our manifesto, our, mm -hmm. our propaganda. And that's what you're going to learn. Mm -hmm. So it's not always a good thing. There's, yeah. and, and Bernie is an outsider. He just sees a literacy program. He thinks, oh, well, it's all great. But. Right, it's like oh great because if you, at the end, even at the end, he says, "Well, Castro's not perfect." No, he's not perfect. Castro's government tortured and murdered thousands, and then confiscated private property. Right. Uh, um, as a socialist, people, when, when we're going here, um, he he destroyed the island's economy. Mm -hmm. Um. And, and it got so bad that how many people died trying to escape? You know, they take make oh, yeah. makeshift rafts. And I'm sorry, if communism was so great, why don't the, why weren't the rafts going from Florida to Cuba? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. You, you never see people fleeing to the socialist countries. You always mm -hmm. see them fleeing from them. So, right. Um, and even still today, most Cubans live on two dollars a day. Okay, that that's not even enough for your Starbucks, <laughs> your your uh, AT and T subscription for your iPhone with your AirPods. Yeah. So all of you screaming for socialism, once you start giving up everything that's given to you or provided to you through capitalism, yeah, then maybe I'll start listening. Well, yeah, because here's the thing: you think they're going to want you to have iPhones and all this stuff so you can look this stuff up, so you can do research and see what they're doing to you? No, oh, no. that's going to go bye bye. Well, look at China, even with the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And, of course, today's episode is brought to you by Goodbye. Corona, Corona Premier. Uh, that, that was my <laughs> reference to coronavirus earlier because uh, it's it, mighty tasty. Um, but with the whole coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan province, mm -hmm. China, communism country, mm -hmm. shut down the Internet. Right. So, so the people in that district can't communicate, can't research things, can't get their the message out about what's going on. Uh -huh. Complete blackout. Right. And that's going to happen. If you don't think it will, but as soon as as soon as they get in, as soon as you people get sick of not having things, you're gonna start kind of uprising a little bit, and uh, the government, the socialist government, will shut it down. Well, yeah, um, and you know and that was a question I, I was thinking, and maybe you can answer this with your background. Say Bernie, some freak 
goddamn thing happens and Bernie gets put in the presidency and socialism gets enacted. There's going to be an uprising, but they're going to come after your guns and stuff. Well, they're already trying. I know, but they're but if the socialism is in place, we can just kiss guns goodbye. Um, who will our U.S. military back? Will they back Bernie Sanders or will they back? You know that that is, I, honestly, my opinion is going to tear the military apart, right? Because you have those diehards that took the oath. Mm-hmm. Right. But the problem is the, the the oath that we took, we swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United, United States, States right. not the person in office. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Mm-hmm. So if, if he actually, in my opinion, tries to subvert the Constitution and without going through, you know, there, there's an amendment process. OK, right. to take away your Second Amendment, you have to go through an amendment process. Mm-hmm. Um, which unless that's done and there's a new amendment to the constitution, I mean, so it's, you have a lot of supporters of the constitution and the military. That's what we decided. Right. But you, you have some, some cake eaters there too, right. that are total leftists and support Bernie because maybe they just don't take the time to research or read on their own, or they right. just, you know, sucked into the Kool-Aid. Right. Um, it will divide the military. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys who are now veterans who are out um, who can now voice their, their true opinions. Cause mm-hmm. in uniform, you're really not allowed to. Exactly. Yeah. I understand. You know, I understand. You, you, you know, yeah. but as retirees, as former soldiers, once they get out mm-hmm. and you get your uh, first amendment rights back mm-hmm. in the essence, mm-hmm. um, I know quite a bit that if they try to really subvert the constitution, it's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, I know what side they'll take. Right. Um, now, for the soldiers who were in, do they follow orders? Do they, what do they do? Because from what I've seen, generally, the senior leadership, a lot of the officers are more left-leaning, whereas the lower enlisted seem to be more right-leaning. So that's why I said it's going to tear it apart. Right. Well, that, I kind of figured it would. I mean, you knew there was going to be some that was going to have this sense of, um, I got to defend my country and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But you're not defending your country. You're defending socialism. Right. And, and You know, but here's the other aspect where it comes into is uh, you also have 54 states and territories. The mm-hmm. National Guard are not federal troops. This gets mm-hmm. into a lot of the laws of Title 10 soldiers and the Posse Comitatus Act where they're mm-hmm. not allowed to whatever. Okay. But you have each state, each National Guard. People think, well, that's part of the federal military. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Right. Technically, because you, we are a... a a republic. We're not a true democracy. We're a public of 50 individual states plus territories. Mm-hmm. Every state's National Guard is its own military, led by its own commander-in-chief, which is the governor, led by an adjutant general who was a senior military to that governor. So what if you have these Republican governors who support the Constitution and decide to activate their militia? Mm-hmm. Well, does that sound familiar, people? Militia? which is the National Guard, the Second Amendment, the, the right to maintain a wealth, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll just get ugly. Let's put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's going to get. So, okay. So, anyways, go ahead and play clip two. This is uh, 2016. Um, Bernie's still talking about Fidel Castro. All right, here we go. When Castro came to power, they did a lot to eliminate illiteracy in that country. So, yes, you know, you don't have to 
praise everything about Fidel Castro. It's a dictatorship. It's a poor economy. We want changes. But have some good things been done in Cuba? Yes. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah name one. Yeah, come he, on. He's going to go back to that literacy program, and he just did it again on, to, on the 20, 60 Minutes last week. Right, and which he got a lot of flack for. Right. Yeah. But have you noticed? 1985, 2016, and 2020. Uh-huh. It's the one thing. Right. It's one thing. And, and like we said, it was just used for spreading the communist propaganda. propaganda. So... You know, if that's the only thing he can come back to uh-huh. after this many years, then he has a serious problem. Right. So. And then, uh, um, so, so you got you got that. You got him praising Castro. Then, but you have you have Nicaragua. Okay. Okay, the Sandinistas. Um, go ahead and play clip three. Three. Yeah. Land reform, giving for the first time in their lives real land to farmers so that they can have something that they grow. Nobody denies that they are making a significant progress. Said nobody denies it. Um, you know who denied it? The landowners that they stole the land from. Um, the Sandinistas came in and took rich people's land and gave them to the poor so they could farm, and gave it to the poor so they could farm. And of course, the the original landowners are the ones that has been in their family for generations, or they through their capitalist economy they purchased the land mm-hmm. in order to make themselves better. And of course, they hired workers to farm the lands. Yeah, but now all of a sudden they take the land and give and, it away. And Sanders said it was okay because the landowners were rich. <laughs> okay, people, this is a a hint what's going on. Um. Yeah, go ahead and play clip four. You'll you'll hear what he has to say. All right. American journalists talk about how bad a country is because people are lining up for food. That's a good thing. In other countries, people don't line up for food. The rich get the food and the poor starve to death. Really? Mm-hmm. So in other countries, people don't line up because the rich get it and the poor don't. Um, yeah. Hey, did you grow up rich? Absolutely not. Um, did you ever stand in line for food other than the checkout line? No. Well, uh, <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying when when we went to the grocery store as kids with our mm-hmm. parents, yeah. did we did we have to wait in line to get a loaf of bread? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, or to, toilet paper. I mean, yeah. I kind of attach to that stuff now, people. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to go away. I don't want to use my hand. So it, it's – I don't <laughs> – I don't remember ever standing in the line, even though I wasn't rich one. Mm-hmm. But in our capitalist economy, there was always enough supplies on the shelves of the grocery store. Uh-huh. Whereas a socialist economy, you go in there and there's n- right, you, right, there's nothing there. Hey, Bernie says it's okay to wait in line for food. Uh-huh. That's probably because he's never had to do it. Right, and he never will have to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you remember last week and and um. I can play this clip later, but Bernie talked about owning three houses. Yeah, the the, the one in Vermont, because uh, the he, one in D.C., because he has to work there, and then his vacation house. Yeah, yeah, well, because because thousands of people in Vermont have these things. Right. So I should have one, too. Or, or how about the fact that TMZ reported yesterday that at one of these campaign events, Bernie got onto the wrong private jet. 
you know how confusing those private right. jets are. Uh, no. Well, yeah, I know. Well, you got Elizabeth Warren, who's another socialist. Well, she was at the same event, but, and they, she got on a different private jet to fly to the same location. But there was another thing where she got caught coming off this private jet. I tried to hide and behind. And tried to hide behind somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So what what gives people you don't want you want to tax the rich but you're fucking one of them yeah yeah uh, what's good is what's good for uh the is not good for me yeah you know yeah i mean aoc even had her own little gaffe like that whereas mm -hmm. you know she's coming out against charter schools saying how bad they are but then there's a tape a videotape of her talking about how she got her goddaughter into a charter school so it, it they're all hypocrites man they're all of them and, then, and so then Bernie has had the gall to say something. It says rich people used to have a used to have a good life there. We're talking about um, Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah, before the Sandinistas took over. Right, and now they're not terribly happy. He said, as a socialist, the word socialism is not frighten me. Poor people respect that. That's because you're giving them other people's stuff. You know, it, don't try to come take my stuff and give it to somebody because it ain't freaking happening. No. Yeah. Well, but that's the whole premise of, of what these guys, this goes back to that Dinesh D'Souza, the intersectionality. You're dividing people up mm -hmm. and you're trying to get pit them against each other. Mm -hmm. In this case, one of the biggest ones is the rich against the poor. Right. And it's, well, the haves and the have-nots. You know, I'm, I, I've never been rich. Um I'm probably middle class, maybe upper middle class now after the military and everything right. I've worked mm -hmm. for. Yeah. But I've worked for it and I've earned it. No one yeah. gave me shit. No, I um, put in. I put in thirty years in my field to get where I'm at. But I don't look at those above me who are the the business creators, the millionaires. Why? Because they're the ones creating business and creating opportunity, and creating jobs. Right. Yeah. That giving me that opportunity to go entry level mm -hmm. to work my way up. Yeah. And, and to make something more of myself. If they weren't out there creating businesses, man, they could take their money. Mm -hmm. They could put it in offshore accounts. They could go live overseas and never have to worry about anybody but themselves. Which will happen if socialism is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Place. They'll, they'll do, and then then who's your top 1%? Well, your top 1% then becomes the middle class. So we're right. stuck with all the bills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You think these people, these guys have enough money to leave, people. Um, we don't. <laughs> so um, it, it's just, it's comical because they think that. They're going to be the saviors for the poor, but it's just going to drive the, the poverty level even yeah. deeper. Deeper. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So uh, let's see. What do we want to hear next? Um, go ahead and play clip five. Number five, Nicaragua inauguration. Here we go. It's unbelievable to say that a mayor of a city of 38,000 is now the highest ranking American to visit them during the celebration of their revolution. Yeah, so he was invited um, to go over for the inauguration of uh, Daniel Ortega. Um, other people invited to this inauguration were Fidel Castro and the vice president of the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> Great company. Yeah. Um, you notice he wasn't, uh, uh, the president of the United States wasn't invited over there, who at the time was Ronald Reagan, who... You know, this, oh, thank God for Ron. He had a problem with the whole Sandinistas and stuff like that. Um, so 
So let's go. Let's continue that and go play sound clip six. All right. How do you find the sincerity of Sandinista leaders? I was impressed. Now, obviously, I will be attacked by every editorial writer in the free press for being a dumb dupe. Uh, maybe I am. Uh, I was impressed by their intelligence and by their sincerity. Ortega is an impressive guy. Wow. Yeah. Well, you was right about one thing. He's a dumb doofus or whatever he said dupe. he was. It was a dupe. Whatever that is. Yeah, but you are dumb and you, and you got duped, dumbass. Um, Daniel Ortega is not some great guy. He he was actually we're going to here we're going to tie it back. He was buddies with Hugo Chavez. Wonder <laughs> <laughs> how that worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what's it said. Where was I? Um, well, once we get to a certain point, I pulled up something that. Uh, Let's get past these sound clips with the Nicaragua, Nicaragua, and okay. Um, All right, then go ahead and play the last one. Then it was uh, clip seven. Clip seven, Bernie. Yeah, here we go. This is the terrible economic suffering being experienced by the Nicaraguan people as a result of the U.S. government financed war against them. So he's blaming the United States for their shitty economy. Uh no. After his second visit there. He's blaming it on the war, on, you know, um, oh, that, that, was, that it wasn't they, really a war. It who was, they fight? El Salvador, right? Yeah. It wasn't really a war. We supplied munitions and stuff, Reagan did, to um, El Salvador. Yeah. Yeah, the Iran-Contra whole deal, yeah. Yeah. Um how can you blame America for socialism's failures? Because it's it, it happened again in Venezuela, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we're talking about uh, this whole thing with communism and socialism. Well, socialism leads to communism, right? Um, and how do you create a socialist state? Well, let's let's let, let's name some of these down and see where how it compares to some of these failed states and, and versus the United States and some of the rhetoric that's coming from these politicians. There's mm-hmm. eight levels of control for socialism. First is healthcare. Mm-hmm. If you control healthcare, you control the people. Right. So what's been the biggest kick? Universal healthcare, Medicare for right. all, Obamacare. Obama, yeah. right? Ever since the Obama administration, yes. Poverty. You increase the poverty level as high as possible because poor people are easier to control. Mm-hmm. And willing to not fight back if you're providing everything for them. Mm-hmm. So once again, on the previous administration, the Obama administration, uh, food stamp rolls are increased by how many millions did we say in the last podcast that we did? I mean, it was, yeah, it was like three million yeah, or more. Yeah. Um, welfare was up. Food stamp. I mean, everything was up. I know where you're heading with this. That's debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. This way, you're able to increase taxes and produce mm-hmm. more poverty. Mm-hmm. Gun control. Yeah, there we go. Remove the ability to defend themselves and the, from the government, and this way you're able to create a police state. Right. Welfare. Take control of every aspect. Food, housing, income of their lives that will make them fully dependent upon the government. Mm-hmm. Education. Take control of what people read, listen to, and take control of what the children are taught in school. Mm-hmm. And religion. Remove the belief of God from the government and schools because people need to believe only in the government. 
knowing that they know what's best for the people. Right. And then finally, class warfare. If you divide the people into wealthy and poor, eliminate the middle class, it would mm-hmm. cause more discontent and be easier to tax the rich and support with the support mm-hmm. of the poor. Of the poor. Yeah. Everything that's going on. Right. And it's not just Bernie, it's the entire left that is promoting this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they, they try to say they're moderate. No, the entire Democrat Party has shifted that far yeah. left. Yeah. To where those seem to be those eight principles. Yeah. These people are radicals. They're not they're not Americans. Let's put it that way. I mean, you know, there are pundits out there praying that Bernie wins a nomination because it'll put okay, here here here's the clear picture. Mm-hmm. Socialism versus capitalism. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Put your money where your mouth is. Right. And it'll people but man, that that's still having it that close to the election, mm-hmm. you know, is scary. Right. You know, but even even Joe Biden, of course, Joe Biden, he's a gaff machine. I mean, he's running for Senate, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no clue where what state he's in. He was <laughs> yeah. in, in, in North South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you said he's running for Senate, too. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this guy, I mean, Laughing Joe, if you remember the when he was vice president running, you know. Yeah. He, he now it would be interesting and comical to watch him in a debate versus Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would be comical to watch any of them. None of these guys can can do things off the cuff. Everything is programmed into them. Well, even Bernie admitted the economy is good mm-hmm. the other day that, that the economy is going great. But mm-hmm. he goes, "We need to uh, we need to change the way things are going." Well, right. okay, why exactly? If you <laughs> listen to the statement, oh, the economy is going great, it's going really well. But we need to change things. Well, yeah. why do we need to change things? Yeah, why? Yeah. Because it doesn't fit your agenda, right? Yeah, uh, of redistribution. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know I what? Work, I work not, for my shit. Yeah, me too. And so does the billionaires, right? And you know, if it wasn't for billionaires, well, I can't say that because I my job isn't. I don't work for billionaires. I work for you, the people. Well, I used to work for the people. Now, yeah. I, as as a independent contractor, right. I yeah. work for billionaires, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but I don't. And and so I can't, you know, but if it wasn't for the billionaires, there wouldn't be jobs. You know, there wouldn't be McDonald's jobs, even though you people are asking for 15 goddamn dollars an hour, driving the cost of everything up. You, you, you. Well, you can, well, let's talk about that. That kind of relates to socialism here. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't prepare for this part of it. No. But, but Seattle. We, we're good at flying off the coast right, here. Seattle. Yeah. Implemented a mandatory minimum wage of fifteen dollars an hour within the city of Seattle. Okay. Um, and I'd have to research it, but I, I'm I'm going to try to pull this from memory. That uh, there was a, a report that came out a while ago mm-hmm. that businesses are shutting down mm-hmm. because the labor costs are now so high to sustain that they, they, they some of these small businesses can't afford to pay these wages mm-hmm. yeah. even with the income. So, I mean, they've had to obviously raise cost of the product mm-hmm. in order to try, but they still can't sustain. Right. Um, there was a, that thing with uh, the Seattle city council made a bill to target Amazon and Amazon was like, well, screw you. Then we're going to leave. Right. They had to city council had to rescind that bill targeting Amazon and higher taxes mm-hmm. because they knew that if Amazon left, they're Their taking, economies are going to shit. Yeah, they're yeah. taking a crap yeah. load of jobs with them. Right. Yeah. You know, 
And uh, of course, the Seattle City Council has one of the biggest socialists on the city council who had the recent Bernie rally. Uh-huh. What was, I mean, her speech was off the charts as far as total communism, <laughs> you know, and it, it's, yeah. it, it's just crazy how indoctrinated that, you know, mm-hmm. the, this mentality is. And like, you know, we mentioned it's at the universities, we mentioned it's in the elementary schools and mm-hmm. The sad thing is, you know, a lot of elections and a lot of things that really matter. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we talk a lot about the national elections and, and national politics, uh-huh. local politics, your city councils, your county boards of supervisors, your education boards. Right. That's where a lot of this starts. And uh-huh. if they start taking over the local communities, right. next thing you know, they're, they're taking over the states. Next, I mean, it's. Yeah. So pay attention to your local leaders, not just the national. You got to pay attention to your your state representatives and, and state senators yeah. and your local city councils. Right. You know, if you yeah. really want to defeat the socialism, you got to yeah. start local. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Um, we're going to take another break. Wow. You're running that long today. We're running that long today. This is a hot button topic. So, right on. So uh, we'll be back after this message. Okay. We're back. Um, in this segment, we're going to play some. We're going to have some sound playing, and we're just going to talk over the top of it. Okay, so in the last segment, I talked about the uh, city councilwoman from uh, Seattle. So during the break, we did some research, and I found the sound clip from the uh, Bernie rally in Washington State. And this thing is freaking gold. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Now, um, so rather than break it up in, into little segments, we decided we're just going to play it and pause it. And comment as it goes because it is just too good. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, all right, um, all right, let's go. All right, let's let's start it off. Let's do it. All right. Are we ready to win Washington for burning? <laughs> Here we are at the Temple Eleven rally. <laughs> Dear friend, my name is Shama Sawan. I am what? the socialist. Shove it on someone? What was that? I heard a couple of vowels. I don't know. You're just screaming into the microphone, man. Despite relentless attacks from the corporate elite, Bernie's socialist campaign is poised to win from Massachusetts to California. I don't think that's correct anymore. I I don't think so either. Not in Arizona. Well, not South Carolina thinks Joe Biden's win. Why? Because tens of millions of us are not only fired up to defeat Trump, we are fighting for a historic shift away from corporate politics. Okay. Tens of millions, but the population is 300 million. So tens of millions, not going to cut it, lady. Oh, well, not that. Did you finish? Did you hear what she just said? Let's back this up a couple seconds and hear this. From corporate politics. That serves the billionaires. Corporate politics that serve the billionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned before that you know the billionaires are the ones that create jobs, right? So corporate politics are there lobbyists? Yeah, that's yes, the system. lobbyists and uh, right. Do, yeah, do Democrats have lobbyists? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, let me think. But they lobby for laws and regulations that make it easier for them to do business. Right. Business. Yes. They're going to make a profit, but with Mm -hmm. business, 
outcomes. Creates jobs, more jobs. jobs. Which puts mm-hmm. more money into the economy. Right. Which right. also creates more taxes because mm-hmm. more jobs equals more income tax. Right. More people spending money in your local economy with your well, sales, sales taxes. tax. Right. So it, it they're shooting themselves in the foot to spite their face. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just stupid. Anyways. Yeah, right. Let's continue. All right. Bitch here. Let's see. At the expense, at the expense of the rest of us and the future of the planet itself. Oh, we had to throw in the climate change bit. Yeah. It's getting my childhood. We know. We know <laughs> Bernie beats Trump. We don't know Bernie beats Trump. New polls suggest the opposite. But, but, but. But. But big business and the establishment are deeply hostile to a candidate who says billionaires should not exist. Okay, stop it. I'm going to, yeah. Why do they not exist? Why should they not exist? Yeah, why should billionaires not exist? I mean, just because they're billionaires? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bernie's a millionaire. Do millionaires not exist? Yeah. I mean, I don't own three houses. I don't either. I don't have a vacation house in the Wherever the fuck yeah. it is, I don't fly private jets. Mm-hmm. I sit in coach, usually in the like the last row by the fucking lavatory, having yeah. to smell stink yeah. all the time, right? Or the middle seat. <laughs> I get the fucking middle seat one time. That so it sucks. So it, it's billionaires just because they have an idea, a product, or they were right. smart enough to work their way up, right? I mean, Jeff yeah. Bezos. Yeah, she, Jeff Bezos. Started Amazon in his garage. Right. So did, selling course, books. Yeah. So well, of course, so did uh, Microsoft, Bill Gates. They all started. Something. So did Steve Jobs. Right. Started in a garage in California. So they had an idea. Uh-huh. They they marketed it. They mm-hmm. sold it. They built the brand. Built uh-huh. it up. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and I guarantee you, half these people who are socialists in this audience mm-hmm. have iPhones. Right. Right, have yeah. a have a computer at home that uses Microsoft, Microsoft. Or, or or and they shop on Amazon. Yeah, and exactly. Delivered to the house. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you guys don't like it? Stop doing it. Get so. rid of your iPhone. Uh, get rid of your computer. Turn off the internet and uh, stop buying shit on Amazon. All right, and then then come back to me in a week. All right, let's get back to dun 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 dun. Okay. And who has a grassroots campaign of millions of people? Okay, millions out of 250 million. How many millions? Yeah, millions. In Seattle, in Seattle, we know a thing or two about how viciously big business and the democratic establishment go after socialists and working class campaigns. And how many of those socialists are drinking Starbucks coffee in Seattle? After I was first elected, we won the $15 minimum wage. So that fifteen dollar minimum wage is already hurting the workers. It's meant to help. Yeah, well, it hurt us here because of the movement I had with me. What movement? Big business it was a bowel movement. That's a big movement, lady. <laughs> where, 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 do you, where do you think the poop emoji came from? Seattle had to be her movement. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. that lady is a movement. Yeah. <laughs> Well. Now, our 
tax Amazon movement. Tax Amazon movement. Going after Bezos. Uh-huh. They'll move. They'll take their shit away, people. Now, our tax Amazon movement has tremendous momentum to tax big business, to fund social housing, and the democratic okay. leadership. Stop. Oh, yeah. Why, Stop. why is business responsible for, for... For social housing. Right. Yeah. The, the housing they should be responsible for is, I guarantee you, once again, these billionaires are going to mm-hmm. create jobs. They're going to pay their employees a, a, a wage, a wage. To, to perform certain duties at work. Right. Well, and with that money the worker makes, that's why they pay the housing. Right. And but to, yeah, no one pays my housing. No. Yeah. yeah. I have a job. You know, and when I couldn't afford my rent. You got another job. I got either another job or I got roommates. Yeah. To split it. Yeah. There's a way to do this, people. You don't. Minimum wage is not a living wage. It's supposed to be. Well, minimum it, it, wage. Is to introduce you to the workforce. Right. Yeah. To teach you. Okay. I'm going to show up on time. I got so many hours. And to budget money. Okay. McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's. I was, Okay. Mm-hmm. But I was 16. Right. Right. It was not a career choice. Right. It was, it was my a, first real job. Mm-hmm. It was to put money in my pocket. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was I was in high school. I, I my studies were my number one priority. Mm-hmm. That was to have an income to, if I wanted to buy a special set of shoes that mom and dad didn't want to spend money on. Right. You Be, saved it. I you, yeah yeah. Because I wanted the designer shoes because I wanted to look cool in school. My mom and dad were like, I'm going to buy you a pair of shoes. Yeah, Kmart shoes. Because they're functional. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with Kmart shoes, people. So, you know, different priorities. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad were doing their responsibility by putting clothes, providing a roof over my head in Mm -hmm. school, by putting food on the table for me to eat. But if I wanted something special. Yeah. Yeah. That was on me. Yeah, exactly. And But it taught me a work ethic. Right. That on how to go out, work hard, and earn it myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you before we start this back up. Th- this minimum wage thing, it happened here in Arizona where they they've increased the cost of minimum wage, and it's cost me my favorite pizza place because every time the minimum wage went up, they raised up their prices to the point where it they price themselves out of the fucking market for which, which Rosati's. Oh yeah, they, they're. They're shut down a few shops, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, because they're pricing themselves out of the market. Because they, the guy even admitted that to me that it's because the cost of minimum wage went up, so they raised the price of their pizza. They're not they're not going to take this, people. This is what's going to happen around yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Your your grocery store price is the price of milk the, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you got to pay the, the dairy farmer or the guy milking the cows more. You got to pay the truck driver who drives it from the, the dairy farm to the grocery store more. Yeah, you got to pay the grocery store yeah. kid who puts it on the shelf more. Yeah, you're gonna pay for it. the The company's so, not gonna pay it. So, so all right. yeah, go ahead. Social housing, yeah, okay. whatever. Here we go. But the Democratic leadership are attempting to block us by trying to pass a state ban on taxing big business. Because we will lose business. We'll pull out all the stuff against Bernie also. Your dad should have pulled out. The establishment (laughs) has proven that they would prefer billionaire Mike Bloomberg. Oh, mini Mike's not going to win. Don't worry about it. 
She's giving the thumbs down on the speech right now. Yeah. Former Republican mayor with a long anti-worker, racist, misogynist track record. Once again, the division politics, even mm-hmm. within their own party. As, as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said last month. She's going to say Ocasio. <laughs> as, as she said last month, in any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same party. Yeah, because you'd be in the Communist Party, you fucking dumbass. Right. We need to elect Bernie. No, we don't. We need a new party of, by, and for working people. Okay, that that sounded a lot like a communist mantra right there. Yeah. Once again, didn't I just say Communist Party like five seconds ago? Yeah. Yeah, so now they're saying of the working people. Where do you guys hear this before? Oh, let's see. Russia? Yeah. Soviet Union, uh, even 1940s, 1930s, 1940s Germany. Yeah. The Nazi Party. Yeah. So. Yeah. Think about what you, uh, what we're hearing here and, but then the rhetoric we get from the other side. Yeah. Because they're pointing the fingers at us, calling us Nazis and they're calling us racist. Yeah, but. And they're, and. But the workers' movements are all the ones that created all these. Exactly. So think of, listen to this lady. Especially you morons in Seattle. Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it right now. Vote her out, man. All right, let's keep going here. To win Medicare for all, to end the racist mass incarceration system, and, and to win a bold Green New Deal to avoid climate catastrophe. <laughs> All right, so let's okay, first of all, the Green New Deal has nothing to do with freaking global warming. And if you listen to it, it's all about giving money to the poor and stuff right. like that. So um, the mass incarceration. Right. Once again, that, that goes back to the to President Clinton. Well, it goes back further than that. Well, true. Um, I mean, you could talk back into the, the civil rights movement with Lyndon right. Johnson. Right. Um, where... He, the policies that he created mm-hmm. to keep the black community poor Down, right. and on welfare. Right. He created crime. Right. Right. So, I mean, if you, there's a tape out there, and I wish I would have researched it. Well, we can bring it up for a future show. But, I will do it too. And it's, it's, it's harsh. Yeah. It's well, harsh. Basically, I mean, w- without saying the word, because I don't want to offend anybody, even right. though our show, we're not here. You know, we're sorry we're, if we yeah, offend Yeah. We're not here to freaking appease you. Um, was, uh, I think the comment made something like this, that uh, if we if we're going to allow them to vote, if we're going to allow them to vote, we keep them poor enough. We give them enough programs. We'll we'll have these N words vote Democrat the rest of their lives. Yeah. And uh, so by keeping the community poor, by dividing the families, by by creating the welfare dependence in those. Right. And then pointing the finger at the white man. saying This is his fault. Yeah. And, Yeah. and, and, And so it's created those poor communities where now the. You know the, the gang mentality of uh, of family creating that 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 need for a family because we've divided the family. Mm-hmm. Um, the quick dollar of selling drugs on the corner, right? Um, of the, stealing. I the, mean, just yeah, just the the crime. We've yeah. created crime. We've created crime. We we force these people into doing this, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and and is it their fault? No, they're going to survive. No, it's the Democrats' fault, right? 
Um, or gummy crats or whatever. But, you, call you know, the, but that that type of mentality, in my opinion, has forced them to survive. And they're going to do what they have to. I mean, it would. It, yeah. It, and it, that's what's going to happen to, to everybody. Yeah. And, and it's like, so, yeah, it's just this rhetoric is bad all the way yeah, If you this, think about it, this, this fucking woman's a moron. If you critically think about what she's saying and look back at history, mm-hmm. this is going to be. It's not going to, it's going to be everyone. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, let's keep going. And Yeah, she, she even laughs about it. Yeah. She knows it. She knows it's a joke. And, and we need a powerful socialist movement to end all capitalist oppression and exploitation. Right there. That's the soundbite I want. Okay. A powerful socialist movement to end capitalist oppression. What? Are you oppressed? I'm not oppressed. I'm not oppressed. Am I oppressing you? Libby, you oppressed? Nope. You're not oppressed. She's not oppressed. Now, what oppression is she talking about? Exactly. Especially in today's economy. Right. Everybody's thriving. Yeah, we've said it before. You know, lowest unemployment. You know, the the, now the stock market took a hit this week. But that was because of coronavirus. Corona premiere. Brought to you by (laughs) imported beer from Mexico. Yeah. The pro fluid ounces. Yeah, can you morons that think about that virus coming from this beer? Yeah. Just go away. Um, so it it, uh yeah, what oppression is she talking about? Hell, she just bragged. Not even two minutes earlier about the $15 minimum wage in Seattle. Yeah. Is there oppression there? No, I'm, but it's going to cause oppression. Yeah. Because, because things because are going to go away. Or cost a lot more because yeah. what used to be affordable is now no, not. Is no longer affordable. Right. So, I mean, but, I paid eight bucks for a filet of fish and a fry at McDonald's. A filet of fish, people think about it. Yeah. 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 You know, exa- well, exactly. Yeah. Drive through lunches when I was working, you know, 15 years ago would cost me five or six dollars to go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Those same lunches now are ten dollars or more. Yeah. You can't buy a lunch for under 10 bucks. So if you can, let me know. Yeah. So it, it's it, it, it's already visible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, let's keep going. Here. Okay. So I think it's almost over. Okay, good. Because we're. Short on time. Well, we, we can even pause it here. I mean, we've pretty much heard what we need to hear from this okay, lady. Okay, let's, let's do that. All right, so let's just pause it. And, uh, okay. Because there was a, another point you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that you wanted to make that I thought yeah. was yeah, perfect. Yeah. And this goes back to the whole socialism, Bernie supporting yeah. Cuba. Yeah, you jerk offs, and I'm going, and I'm going here this time. You fucking jerk off college kids that go around your campus wearing the t-shirt with this beret-wearing fucker by the name of Che Guevara. <laughs> Do you guys even know who this jerk-off is? Well, no. They just know the picture and that socialism, and he's become a, a folk hero because of an image. Right. And because of some of the quotes that he's that he's said. But, but they're out of context. Right. They're, once again, we're talking about context. And you morons just jump on this fucking train and uh, – Why don't you give us some of those quotes? 
Um, well, I don't. I didn't write any of them down. I can look them up. But there was one of them talking about. Uh, yeah, I would one, rather die standing on my feet. Yeah, than, there's one that says, "Better to die standing than to live on your knees." And and um, the funny fucking part about this is, is this quote is on a shirt for sale for sixteen ninety nine on Amazon for that supports. LGBT pride and unity. <laughs> okay. Okay. The thing, the thing is um, about this guy that you guys don't understand is um, this guy was a buddy of Castro's. Right. Okay. Um, he was with Castro in 1959, and he was responsible for consigning political prisoners to the firing squads. He also was in charge of managing um, the economy in Cuba. And we all talked, remember, remember earlier, we talked about the economy going to shit under Castro. Yeah, well, it was him. Castro. But the, here's the point. This dearly beloved guy of you future socialists despised homosexuals and wanted them killed. Right. He would round them up and have them yeah. shot just simply for being gay. Yeah. So the irony is that he's now on an LGBT shirt, right? Um, you know, it, it wasn't, and it wasn't just gays. He was completely racist, right? He hated blacks, was, and he, everybody. it was everyone, right? Um, so your class warfare, yeah, he was in the class warfare also, except for under his socialist regime, he would round you up yeah. and kill you, right? He'd put you in a, a prison camp or yeah. or kill you, so. Here you are honoring and, and making a folk hero out of someone that if you were alive and under his government, yeah, you would you'd be dead would, yeah. or, or yeah. in or, a political prison. Right. Or but you you this is a guy that you guys talk about. Oh, we hate this guy. We hate, you know, you're against gays and you're against this and blah blah blah. Yet you have this guy's goddamn picture on your shirt. You're idiots. I would say the best t shirt that I've seen with Che Guevara. Mm-hmm. Was a T-shirt that had uh, the letters D O U hyphen and his picture. Yeah, douche, douche. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, it's really what he was. Yeah, you, you guys are. You know, he he. Uh, you guys built him up to be this hero too, and he was captured by the Bolivian army and executed uh, after being interrogated by the CIA. Okay, but he was executed by the Bolivian army. Yeah. But when he was captured, you know, everybody thinks he made this big political stand. He didn't. He no. begged for his life. Yeah. Yeah. So th this goes back to all of the, the heroes of the socialist left. And if you look at all of them, what they've done to the countries. Mm -hmm. So Castro and Guevara, Chavez and Maduro, mm -hmm. you know, even the old Soviet. Look what happened to the Soviet Union in 19, what, 89 when it really fell apart. Right. And... and all of these former Soviet bloc countries, you, if, if it was so good, why didn't they stay as part of the Union in Russia? No, they all became independent. Right. Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Kyr Kyrgyzstan, Georgia, Ukraine, they all wanted independence. Yeah. You know, it, it, if socialism and communism was so awesome, why didn't they stay together? Yeah. Instead of going and creating their own governments. And a lot of them are westernized governments now with capitalism being the main charge. Right, because they know where what builds the economy. Right. Yeah. So it, it, it's 
you know, was it Khrushchev in 1959 made a speech to the UN or someone that America will be eventually be a communist country and it's not going to be because of a military takeover. It's going to be because of small bits of communism injected at the local and building up. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we are. That's where we're at right now. And, and, you know, we as Americans need to decide what we want. And I know what side I'm on. I know what side I'm on. And and I ain't on the side of communism. No. Or socialism or anything else. And and I, I mean, am I a cruel hearted person? No, I want to uplift the poor. I want to take, I I donate to charities. I don't, I mean, I don't want to see people suffer any more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. I just have a different way of thinking that it should be gone about. Yeah. Um, Now this goes back to previous podcasts that we've done. Everything is demonized. Either you're one way or the other. Mm -hmm. There used to be a point where we could have a conversation and Mm -hmm. agree to disagree. Right. But because I don't agree with socialism or and I right. support Trump and right. the way he's handling the economy, I'm the enemy. F you. Yeah, yeah, screw yeah. I this is the one thing I will demonize. Yeah. You freaking douche pumps. It's like read a book, check out history. It it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out this thing's bad. Yeah. So well. You know? We'll do our small part, and uh, we'll keep keep trying to educate. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but, if we have, you know what? You, the, Google is awesome. Once again, yeah. once again, it was a billionaire that created Google. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so Google is awesome. You can find a lot of stuff about socialism, about the real history of socialism. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do a little research, if you do a little research, and you can find out what these people are all about, because um, this. You know, do a little research on this your your hero Shay here, and yeah. find out what he's all about before you put the shirt on. Especially you gay people. Holy Christ! I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. a he's he's a folk hero amongst the gays, and he hated you people. Yeah, well, and that's there's other examples of that in recent history of people latched onto one person, but mm-hmm. in reality, I mean, look. At Sharia law, the, the left advocates for Sharia or supports the Middle East uh-huh. way of life. Yeah. Where in Sharia, look at the true Iran right. or Iraq. They throw you off rooftops of buildings if you're if you're gay. Yeah. They they bear, they stone yeah. you to death. Yeah. You know, you are not their friend. Yeah. Um, but yet you latch on to their ideology because yeah. it differs from capitalism or yeah. or you know, you or from the Republican right. and, Party. And, and here, let me say this: capitalism doesn't discriminate if you're lesbian or gay. No, anybody can make money. Yeah. If you have an idea and you want to sell it, sell it, sell it. If it's good enough to make money, it'll make money. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't care what your yeah. your orientation is. It doesn't care what your color, race, religion. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If you have a product that you could think people want, yeah. make it. Try make to sell it. it. Yeah. And if it becomes popular. People are going to buy it. You're going to buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. You know? Yeah. So anyways, what else we got? I that think about- that's been for today. I mean, oh, man. That was a good good topic, man. We went long today. I know. It, it was, I mean, we could probably go longer, but you guys probably get tired of hearing about it. Hearing <laughs> from it. So we're going to call it a show today, but uh, thank, I want to thank you for listening. I mean, we, we hit some... Hit a nerve today. Hit a nerve today, really, especially with me. I mean, I I thought about this the other night, and 
I'm like, yep, this is where I'm going to go today. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you were obviously prepared for the topic. I was not. That's uh, fine. That's fine. But uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we tried to get Lindy involved, but she didn't speak up. So, um, but I was busy. <laughs> we, we will talk to you next week. Um, I have no idea what the show is about, but we'll figure um, something out. We'll figure we something do. out. And, uh, she, she was giving us a coronavirus. That's right. what she was doing. Yeah, that's. Did you want to? Didn't you want to say something about this? Well, we already did. Oh, okay, I thought you had a more specific point. No, not really. Other than the fact that they they went down very smoothly today. Okay. Yeah, and and by the way, people, you don't get the coronavirus or COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen from Corona from cor- the beer Corona. Uh, there was I saw something on Facebook where some people were thinking that. Get that Sa- out of your fucking sales head are right. down. Yeah. Yeah. Knock it off. Grow up, morons. <laughs> All right. With that message, I love you. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.